Welcome to Aquarian Diary, where we discuss issues around the emerging age of Aquarius. I'm your host, John Irving. Thank you for joining me. This is part two of a two-part episode. I strongly encourage you to listen to part one first if you have not done so already. What follows is conjecture on my part, of course. However, if what I suggest do not fully materialize, I do believe that many of these changes or concepts will at least begin to germinate during this period. I would anticipate very significant revolutions in the area of science and technology. Using my imagination, some areas where we may see some significant or revolutionary advancements include new forms of non-polluting renewable energy, new forms of energy which allow people to produce their own energy independent of centralized energy sources, off-grid, so to speak, green energy and distributed decentralized energy production and significant advancements in how we store energy, battery technology and the like, the end of the fossil fuel era, and the transition to electric vehicles and transportation, significantly more advanced forms of transportation which allow us to traverse the globe more efficiently and quickly, significant advancements in computing and quantum computing, decentralized communications, telecommunications and networking, significant advancements in all the sciences and engineering, including new materials, significant advancements in artificial intelligence and robotics, emancipating people from the drudgery of routine labor so they can focus on more intellectual pursuits, significant advancements in gene therapy as a form of medicine and healing as well as a means of combating chronic and contagious diseases and illnesses, the end of paper currency and the widespread use of some form of digital currency, probably sanctioned by government, the adoption and implementation of some form of universal basic income and socialized medicine and healthcare, more readily accessible and affordable higher education, stricter laws and regulations concerning corporate rights versus individual or collective rights, stricter regulations on corporations versus the rights of the individual or society, systems to control or limit the damage caused by disinformation and misinformation, including in broadcasting and the media, significant advancements with respect to electoral systems, the adoption and implementation of some form of proportional representation as an electoral system versus the archaic first-past-the-post electoral systems many countries still use as proportional representation or some form of it as it yields a much more accurate representation of the will of the people. It is also likely we will see more multi-party systems political campaign finance laws to limit or restrict the rights of corporations to have undue influence over electoral outcomes. The new economy is likely to become increasingly more knowledge-based. 
greater decentralization of work habits, in other words, more freedom to work remotely or from distant locations, and probably a shorter work week, and greater worker rights, a general recognition and appreciation for those who are learned or who have high levels of expertise or that are well-educated, as opposed to the current emphasis on people who are of high status and wealth, a clampdown on things like predatory lending, expanded social safety nets, including greater support for childcare and child-rearing, greater recognition for teachers and the important role they play in society, Strong chills there. I've always... <laughs> I've known quite a few teachers. They really deserve our support. Much stricter environmental regulations for carbon emissions, pollution, chemicals, and the like. Possible significant advancements with fusion as a form of grid-based energy, which is renewable. And of course, an emphasis on education and learning, which will be lifelong activities. Overall, I expect it to be akin to the Industrial Revolution in scope, but this revolution will be a technological, scientific, intellectual, and societal revolution. We can also expect to see tremendous political and social reform. Aquarian energy is completely comfortable with people expressing their unique individuality that would relate to gender identity through sexual expression and liberation, or whether they are of different ethnicity or race or color or culture, doesn't matter. The Aquarius energy welcomes diversity, individuality, and unique expression. It will not recognize artificial, dogmatic, or irrational boundaries or borders between people, be they racial, economic, or socio-political. Like I said, it has kind of a disdain for patriarchal top-down rules that only exist to serve a structure and not humanity itself. I would not be surprised to see greater international and global communication and cooperation to address transnational issues such as the climate crisis and the environmental crisis, as well as humanitarian issues such as hunger, poverty, health care, and lack of education. Sustainable agriculture will almost certainly be addressed, and probably we will see a shift to more vegetarian eating and less consumption of meat due to its exceptionally high carbon footprint and low yield of calories for energy invested and its highly inefficient use of vast tracts of land. Finally, I almost certainly think we will see, with a very high degree of certainty, that the astonishing levels of income disparity, inequality, and unfair taxation will be finally addressed. Fairness will be the mantra. That you can pretty much bank on. People who have significant points in their natal chart that are in air or fire will probably benefit most from this transit, as the energies of Aquarius are more in tune with air and fire. Leos will have Pluto oppose their sun. Scorpios and Taurus will have Pluto square their sun. And of course, Aquarius will have Pluto conjunct their sun at some point during this transit which is a very long transit. Pluto will be opposing Leo, 
ruled by the sun. So this will present challenges for those who are overly self-oriented or egotistical or narcissistic. It may also affect the way we deal or have to deal with children. It will be squaring Scorpio, so there may be significant issues or changes that need to be made in the areas of psychology, sexuality, reproduction, child rearing, deep interpersonal relationships, mental health and well-being, dealing with trauma, grief and abuse, etc. As well, Pluto will be squaring Taurus, which is ruled by Venus and relates to issues around property, real estate, and money, and the harvest. So there could be issues with food production and availability during this time, and I would not be surprised if we saw major issues with the banking and finance sector at some point during this transit. There could be significant disruptions to our economy, the stock market, and real estate, and things like that. Those areas are all up for very significant change and transformation during this 20-year-long period. I personally feel that this shift of Pluto into Aquarius in close conjunction to the great Saturn and Jupiter conjunction at the very beginning of Aquarius, literally at zero degrees Aquarius, are hallmarks of the major shifting or stepping stones or turning points or gateways into the age of Aquarius. Like I said, I have been looking forward to this for well over a decade. It's probably self-evident, but if you've listened to my videos, you can see that I'm very progressive and I do not really understand or resonate with selfish or self-centered or acquisitive or very materialistic behaviors or patterns or paradigms. And this shift of energies into Aquarius would certainly benefit someone with a perspective like mine. And I presume that many of the people who are listening to my channel would be similarly inclined. We will get a first taste of this the end of March of 2023. And it'll take a year and a half for those energies to fully settle in. There'll be a dance back and forth between Aquarius and Capricorn through 2023 into the latter half of 2024 when the energies fully settle into Aquarius. But again, because Uranus can manifest quickly and dramatically, I think we're going to start to see how this is going to play out very quickly. And so those of us who are very concerned about how we're facing the threat of what appears to be fascism in many regards right now, populism, which is based on a lot of lies and disinformation and misinformation, all that kind of crap will be laid to rest very quickly when Pluto moves into Aquarius. It will favor things like democratic socialism and progressivism, as opposed to the rule of the many by the few, it'll be the rule of the many for the many. So this should really help us deal with, say, for example, the environmental crisis, climate change and things like that, because Aquarians do not put up with bullshit and they are very socially responsible and socially concerned. And the environment will certainly play a role in that. And this energy will also help us develop technologies that can get us off 
fossil fuel-based energy systems or energy systems that are detrimental to our health or welfare or well-being in the long run. Because it is so socially concerned and aware, it will take a long view of the impacts of industrial activity like that. This will be tremendously exciting and inspiring and rational, thank God. I've been wanting to produce this for a very long time. Now, the dramas that have been playing out as a result of Pluto transiting Capricorn will reach a crescendo, in particular when Pluto reaches 29 degrees Capricorn, an anoretic degree. And the 29th degree of signs is considered to be a very intense degree because it's the very last degree of that sign where all of those energies kind of reach a culmination just before a planet moves into the following sign. Like I said, the ingress, or when Pluto first moves into Aquarius, will be March 23rd of 2023. I'll put the dates for this on the screen, but Pluto will be generally at 29 degrees Capricorn from June till July of 2023, from December of 2023 to January of 2024 and September of 2024 to November of 2024. Again, that's when Pluto will be at 29 degrees Capricorn, so we can anticipate some fairly dramatic events around those dates just because of the intensity of both Pluto and the 29th degree or the anoretic degree. In fact, the last time Pluto will retrograde and then station direct at 29 degrees again that's september to november of 2024 we can anticipate intense or dramatic developments in that time frame it could even manifest as one last desperate grasp by the powers that be or the status quo to try and maintain or enforce or impose its worldview or maybe some very dark and unknown truths come to light at that time, which function as the last or final straw or the last nail in the coffin of the status quo or the powers that be, which then becomes the spark or the fuel which ignites the revolution which will occur when Pluto moves into Aquarius. We shall see. Now, one of the potential downsides of this transit is that Aquarius can be kind of an aloof and detached and sometimes a bit cold sign because they're very rational and intellectual and they're a little bit uncomfortable with their emotional side. It all depends on your natal chart and how it's configured. So there is the potential for doctrines to kind of be imposed upon society in a technocratic kind of way, most likely left-wing societal structure. So I think that because we will be facing a lot of very significant global challenges, that traditional aspects of society and our economies and so forth are not equipped to deal with, there always there is that potential of having some kind of a top-down kind of approach to doing things. And there could be, in that event, controls or surveillance over the flow of communications and information and knowledge, which we already have, let's face it, 
in the United States, as Snowden revealed to the world. So I hope we don't manifest the negative potential of this transit, but it's something that we should be aware of as this transit approaches. I will certainly be paying attention to what events transpire during those times when Pluto is at 29 degrees of Capricorn. Pluto will bring to our awareness all of the areas that it touches and put them in our faces so that we can see what is corrupt, so that we can address it and deal with it and then move on. So often it looks like there are, for example, attempts to control or dominate or impose power or will upon others. But this is occurring so that we can see what needs to be fixed, essentially, or reformed. And so this whole transit of Pluto through Capricorn has really been showing us how our systems of governance and power and leadership are being abused so that we can reform them or correct them. This whole period from 2008 through 2024, that's been a major theme globally and for pretty much every country in the world. When Pluto moves into Aquarius is when a lot of those reforms, those needed reforms, where old structures that are no longer actually serving the people will be either obliterated <laughs> or reformed, or new structures will be created that are more in line with the benefit of the masses. Aquarius will literally fight for its beliefs. And if we consider what occurred during the French Revolution and the American Revolution, that is quite evident. They will not put up with BS, basically. And they are willing to lay their lives on the line to make whatever changes are needed. So I would not want to be somebody who is heavily invested in the status quo if that status quo is corrupted or exploitive. On a spiritual level, for those who are so engaged, we can anticipate things like being very aware of the collective on an energetic level. And this could include psychic phenomenon and telepathy as we gain the ability to bridge what were formerly impenetrable borders, the boundaries and definitions and limitations of three-dimensional time and space will begin to be dissolved. And I also wouldn't be surprised if we find that science starts to identify discernibly how some of these mechanisms work, how we are all connected on subtle energetic levels that we formerly did not perceive or understand. So you can expect that, like I said, what were formerly borders or boundaries between us as individuals and us as collective beings, and even possibly us in relation to other forms of intelligent life in the universe, that those borders or boundaries will be overcome and we will have direct experience that transcend time, space, and three dimensions. Our understanding and definition of life itself and what is alive or what is conscious may also be significantly expanded, although it's possible the complete understanding of that may not occur until we are further into the age of Aquarius. I'm not suggesting that all of humanity is going to experience those kinds of things profoundly, but people in the vanguard 
I certainly think they will. That would be people who are at a more advanced level of spiritual development and consciousness. All in all, tremendously exciting, and for those of us who are completely fed up with the paradigms that currently dominate our world, this will be a period of tremendous revolution and the endings of a lot of structures that have limited us in the past. We can anticipate very dramatic and rapid advancements during this time. Things that we could not even or did not even predict. It's interesting that I am here commenting on this subject, one of the biggest subjects of all, I think. I have had my progressed son in Aquarius for a few years, and I have had Pluto enter my 11th house not too long ago for probably the rest of my life. So stay tuned. This period that we're going to be entering in the not-too-distant future is going to be incredibly powerful. Again, we've got the Pluto moving to 29 degrees Capricorn in 2023 through early 2024 until it fully settles in at the end of 2024 until 2044. So this is kind of like the dawn of collective or global consciousness and the end of abusive and corrupted patriarchal power structures. I'll leave you with one other thought, which I had as I was finishing up editing this, and that's this. I think that nations that resonate with this Aquarian energy with Pluto and Aquarius are the ones that will fare the best in the coming times. Think about that, because it's kind of like being in a group where you don't fit in. You know, you don't just jive with the energy, and you're really awkward and out of place. That's kind of what it'll be like in the world as we move further into this Aquarian energy. Nations and peoples that jive with that energy will probably prosper the most. And the same for people, too. I hope you're one of them. Thanks so much for spending time with me. I look forward to doing it again soon.